Life Audio. Welcome to the Crosswalk Devotional. We're so glad to have you listening with us. Today's topic looks at the impact of sin. We'll return with the devotional after a brief message from one of our sponsors. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. It is designed to kill you. By Clarence L. Haynes, Jr. Read by Leah Martin. After Adam was created, God gave him this one command to follow. But you must not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. For when you eat from it, you will certainly die. Genesis 2.17 It was the only thing he had to obey. Unfortunately, we all know how this turned out. When God gave Adam this command, he was attempting to protect Adam from something he was unaware of, which is sin. God knew the moment Adam ate the fruit, sin would enter the world, and nothing would ever be the same. For this reason, it's crucial to understand the impact of sin and how it can impact your walk with the Lord. There's one phrase in today's scripture that I want you to pay attention to, because this underscores the impact of sin as succinctly as possible. You will certainly die. Sin kills. We know from the story that after eating the fruit, Adam didn't just drop dead, yet something died. In the Bible, when they talk about death, it means separation. Physical death is when your spirit is separated from your body, but this didn't happen when Adam ate. There was a different kind of separation, a spiritual one. The moment Adam ate the fruit, his relationship and fellowship with God were separated. That's why before he ate the fruit, he could stand in God's presence. But afterwards, he had to hide. His decision to sin had killed his intimacy with God. This is the reality of sin in your life now and why it must be avoided at all costs. If you continue in sin, it's going to kill something in your life. It may not cost you your life immediately, though it could, but it will cost something. Sin can kill families. It can kill relationships. It can kill visions. It can kill dreams. It can kill reputations. It can kill ministries. It can kill careers. There's nothing positive that will ever result from indulging in sin 
because that's not the nature of sin. Recently in my house, we had an ant problem. Somehow they'd gotten to the second floor and they were in my son's room. So to remedy this situation, I purchased a liquid ant bait. The way the bait works is it attracts the ants with a sweet liquid that causes the ants to eat it. The ants believe they're getting a sweet treat, but the liquid is laced with a slow-acting poison. It doesn't kill the ants right away. It takes about 48 hours for the poison to kick in. The goal is for the ants to take some back to their colony, share it with the other ants, and hopefully the queen, and by doing this, eliminate the colony. What was sweet to the taste will ultimately be their destruction. At least I hope so, because I'm not a fan of having ants in my house. But this is exactly how sin works. It presents itself as something sweet and pleasing to the eye, so it entices you to indulge in it. However, it is really a slow-acting poison that's designed to bring destruction to your life. It desires to destroy you and everything you're associated with, and it plays no favorites or spares no one. This is the danger of sin. James 1, 14-15 says, But each person is tempted when they are dragged away by their own evil desire and enticed. Then after desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it's full grown, gives birth to death. Intersecting Faith and Life For all of us, there are certain sins that are more tempting than others. For some of us, we've even been overcome by them. When tempted, you may even wonder if it's worth resisting because the experience may look and feel so good. My friends, don't fall for the trap. Sin is a sweet-smelling and even sweet-tasting bait that's looking to take you down. Sin is designed to kill you. Regardless of how difficult it may be to resist, do it. Even if you failed before, that doesn't mean you have to fail again. The reason you can resist is because you have the Holy Spirit living inside you. This is your power source, which gives you the ability to say no, to resist. You may have to run or even look foolish in some way because you're going against the motivations of the world and the impulses of your flesh. Do it anyway. The momentary pleasure is not worth the pain and destruction that sin will bring. Whatever sin is calling you to do or tempting you with, let today be the day you take a stand against it by the power of the Holy Spirit. You can do it. You should do it. You must do it. You better do it. The seeds of sin, when planted, can feel good. However, the harvest they reap are often so painful. God, who wanted to protect Adam, wants to do the same for you. After all, if it didn't work out so well for Adam, it won't work out well for you either. For further reading, check out Genesis 2 and James 1. The Crosswalk Devotional is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com.
The content we feed our minds will eventually show up in our lives. If we feed our minds the lies and confusion of this world, our lives will begin to reflect worldliness. But if we feed our minds the truth of the gospel, our lives will start to reflect the heart and character of Jesus. I'm John Stonge, and each week I host the Dwell on These Things podcast, where we take a deep look at the Word of God and learn what it means to apply it to our lives. We don't skip difficult passages, and we don't gloss over the truth. If you're looking for a show that will put your mind in a better place and help you understand God's Word with more clarity, you can listen to the Dwell on These Things podcast at lifeaudio.com or on your favorite podcasting app.